It's got a kind of like a Willy Wonka Oompa Loompa song feel to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of haunting and halting. <laughs> yes, yeah. Ha 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 ha. I see neither of us did the necessary Oompa Loompa song research to continue that. <laughs> Sorry, the lyrics not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's them climbing the stairs to do the song. <laughs> hey, I'm Marie. And I'm Harry. And this is A Forever. The show where we each bring three words or terms or phrases based on a single theme each, not one single theme for both of us, and the other person has to guess what they mean with the same knowledge, skill, and cunning of a student on an exam who just doesn't know a word but has to define it anyway. We give each other an A for effort, but also a real score. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Last time you went first, and so this time I will give you my terms first. I and so you will guess go first that again. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my theme this week is public radio jargon, and my first term is dead roll. How do you spell roll? R O L L. Well, dead means not alive, and roll spelled R O L L means kind of twisted over or you know, in a rolling fashion, something that that moves around in a circular motion sometimes. Um, you could also kind of can sometimes mean like a transition. Um, a dead roll. I have no idea. So I would say it means more a transition okay. than like a swirl. Is it like a transition to something that no longer exists? Um. No. Is it the beginning of a show when the show the radio station has been off air? No, it happens during the show. During the show. Yeah, and it kind of goes from dead to not dead. That's dead. The transition. To not, what what goes from dead to not dead? Um, the tape. The tape. Turning on the music. No. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like these terms might go the way of deep work. <laughs> Doing speaking into the microphone. <laughs> You got it. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, I truly don't know. (laughs) Dead roll. So it's when you start playing a piece of tape, like a piece of audio, Mm -hmm. at zero volume, and then you fade it in. So fading in a piece of recorded audio. Yes, yeah. I would have never gotten that. As in like roll the tape. Yeah, yeah. That's the kind of roll, right? Yeah, okay. but it like starts as dead, like yes. you can't hear it, and then it's yeah. a dead roll. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yes, yes quite. Cool. <laughs> okay. All right. My next term is mm. back time. Is it like a backlog back time? It's related to dead roll. Is it the time between starting a piece of recorded audio and it's being audible? Yeah. Okay. Sick. <laughs> Another term which I'm not going to use is is posting, and that's like when Mm -hmm. a key piece of audio starts at exactly the right time, right? So if you've ever listened to sort of a narrative podcast, sometimes they'll be doing voiceover and explaining what's going on, Mm -hmm. and then they like 
lead in immediately to audio from when they were on site and talking to the person yes. or whatever. Yeah. And so that audio starting at exactly the right time mm-hmm. is called posting. Okay. And then, so back time is a calculation of when you want to start a second piece of audio so that it posts mm-hmm. properly, so that it like comes to the fore at the correct time. Okay. And often it's dead rolled in, right? So you like have a longer piece of audio. Right. And then you just fade it in for the correct time. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And my final term is sound bed. Oh, well, that's easy. That's where the sound goes to sleep. Ha! <laughs> yep. Five out of five. Perfect. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I'll see you all next week. Yeah. <laughs> um, sound bed. Sound <laughs> is recorded movement in the air of vibrations that we interpret as meaning. A bed is where you rest or keep something. Mm-hmm. Is it like the hard drive where you keep all your recorded stuff? Is it the soft, spongy material on the walls? <laughs> is it the microphone? <laughs> it's not. Think about um, another use of the word bed is like seabed. Seabed. The bottom yeah. of the sound. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Under the sound. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> it's underneath the sound. Yep. Sound bed. I don't know. Okay, I'll give you an example, and then we shall see. Okay, let's say that I was doing some piece about high school basketball. High school basketball. basketball. Let's call it retirement home basketball. (laughs) Let's say I was making a piece about graveyard basketball. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I'm I'm doing a piece about university basketball, Mm -hmm. and at one point I'm talking about, like, the environment of the court when they're playing a game but i haven't actually right. been to the game or it's like the game is so loud mm-hmm. that it's hard for me to m- get clear audio right. while i'm at the game sure. so what i do is i go to the game and i just record the tone and i like mm-hmm. record the sounds of the game and then mm-hmm. i separately record just in a booth my narration about that game and so, how do you think that example would relate to sound bed? <laughs> <laughs> Under the sound. Under the sound is a sound. I don't know. So, <laughs> so how I how could I like mix those two things to make it sound like I was at the game and narrating at the same time? You'd make their levels right. <laughs> make the right, right. levels. <laughs> right. <laughs> I would. I. I would like put the basketball Mm -hmm. stadium audio underneath the narration as a sound bed underneath metaphorically meaning less loud yes yeah so the sound bed is just like a layer of softer audio yeah specifically it's a layer of ambiance that makes it sound like you recorded something on scene cool okay so like your your sound bed is your presence or your room tone or whatever to create the the sound of the setting in which you were supposed to have recorded. Yes, yeah. All right. That is the end of round one. All right, round two. Round two. Today, my theme is subatomic particles slash theoretical physics. Great. My first term is positron, and it's not a transformer. <laughs> okay. Well, there goes my only guess. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, let's talk about the composition of atoms. There's the nucleus, and True. inside the nucleus are protons and neutrons True. bound together, and then circling slash just being around the nucleus yes. are a bunch of electrons. Okay, so a positron. Yes. Um, to me, um, is it a some body made up only of protons? No, it's a kind of antimatter. Okay, <laughs> a kind of antimatter. Do you know what antimatter is? No, refresh my memory. Yes, so antimatter is basically every subatomic particle has a corresponding antimatter particle, which has the opposite charge, and when they meet, they explode into energy. So the positron is an antimatter particle, and it has its it corresponds to a subatomic particle that you've mentioned. Now take from its name a guess as to what its charge is and then think of the opposite charge subatomic particle. Right. So a positron, I mean, sounds like positive. So <laughs> I'm guessing... Classic ruse. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm guessing it has a positive charge. Yes. And then if I've already mentioned it, my guess is that it was electron and that when an electron and a positron collide, they explode. Yay. True. Yeah. Now where is a positron? Like what's the situation there? Well, there's they don't really exist anymore. The theory okay. is that at the beginning of the universe, there was equal parts, matter and antimatter. Um, but for some reason, matter is more stable than antimatter, and so we have more of it now. Um, but we can create it in big particle colliders. Okay. And then we bang shit together and see what else <laughs> comes out. And that's what we found the Higgs boson. Okay. We. Got it. I say we because I was the chief scientist involved. <laughs> and it was my team. Yeah. All right. My second term is wavicles. Okay, I think I got this one. Um, mm. <laughs> so I think this is a portmanteau yes. of wave and particle. And yes. that's a classic yes. line of discourse mm. in physics about yes. whether light travels as a wave or as a particle because it has properties of both. And so yes. I'm guessing that a wavicle either specifically refers to... Um, like light matter mm -hmm. um, or just generally to matter that has the properties of seeming like a wave and a particle at the same time. But I feel like that distinction is something that's like special about light. Well, in fact, all quantum particles have those properties, wave particle duality. All right. Yes. Cool. So there we are. So, but you are, other yeah. than that, completely right. Okay, great. So, uh, yes, wavicles. So it's a reference to wave-particle duality, and it applies to cool. all subatomic particles. And the way that they seem like a wave in some ways, but like a particle in other ways. All right, that's term two, wavicles. Term three is... Artificial disintegration. And I chose it for a special reason. Okay, artificial, so not real. Or at least man-made. Yes, sure. Disintegration, falling apart. Yes. Does it have something to do with people manipulating matter to make it <laughs> disintegrate? <laughs> so think of some atoms which naturally disintegrate. Isotopes? Yes, exactly. They're radioactive. Isotopes disintegrate. Okay, yeah. yes. Does it have to do with, like, shaving off? I think an isotope... Mm, why is an isotope different? Does it have more neutrons? 
Is that the situation? <laughs> so does artificial disintegration have to do with somehow like taking neutrons away from a particle and and making like a new <laughs> isotope, I guess? Kind of. It's I was using the isotopes more as kind of just a comparative metaphor. It's not specifically to create isotopes, if you see what I mean. Okay. Does it have anything to do with like weapons of mass destruction? Like 25 or 30 years later, yes. This is kind of a rough beginning to that. Okay. So is it just the process of tampering with atomic composition? Yes. Basically, yes. So they would bombard atoms. I didn't do a huge amount of research specifically into this, but bombard <laughs> yeah. different elements with different kinds of energy like gamma rays, etc. Right. And see to what extent that would contribute to them becoming decaying isotopes. Okay. And the reason I said it's special is because this was done by Ernest Rutherford, who for eight years was a professor ah. at McGill. Yes, and then I believe he won a Nobel Prize, right? But just after leaving. Yes, exactly. When he was but a, he won a, it for work that he did at McGill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hence the Ernest Rutherford Physics Building. Indeed. And I'm pretty sure that the park up at the reservoir is called the Rutherford Park. Yeah, I think it is as well. Yeah. He's one of the big famous people, so they a lot of <laughs> so stuff they put his him. name on everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. The new Ernest Rutherford Park bench has arrived. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Artificial disintegration <laughs> is the process of bombarding particles with gamma rays. <laughs> bombarding particles like energy, to try to different yeah, kinds of energy. energy to try to uh, force the splitting or the decomposition of the particles. Yep. All right. Cool. That is the end of round two. All right. My scores are ready. Are your scores ready, Moraine? My scores are ready. Fantastic. <laughs> my scores also are ready. Oh, uh, great. Uh, my scores are ready. <laughs> Fantastic. My also my scores are ready. So good. <laughs> okay, so for dead roll, uh, mm -hmm. I gave you two out of five. That's for, very generous. <laughs> for back time, I gave you five out of five. Thank you very much. And for sound bed, I gave you three out of five. Wow, these were some charitable scores. <laughs> <laughs> that's for a total of ten out of fifteen. Ooh, that's better than I deserved. <laughs> for positron, I gave you three out of five. Great. For wavicles, I gave you five out of five. Oh, and for you. artificial disintegration, I gave you four out of five. All right, cool. With a grand total of 12 out of 15. Oh, thank you. <laughs> okay, so uh, I was listening to an episode of Without Fail, which mm -hmm. is a Gimlet podcast hosted by Alex Bloomberg, who is the CEO of Gimlet. And it's interviews with other CEOs, basically. And he had mm -hmm. Ira Glass on. And... Mm. He's the founder of This American Life and yes. and current host. And mm -hmm. Ira was commenting about how he had been doing mix notes, which is commenting on a, how a piece sounds, not yeah. on the content, but like, mm -hmm. oh, how is is this gap the right length or like right. oh, his breath kind of gets cut off or something mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. And then in, I was trying to remember that term. And so I looked up public radio jargon mm -hmm. and then I came across this document issued by NPR which is National Public Radio in yes. the U.S. Um, 
And that's where all of my terms are from. And I will link that document in the show notes. It seems slightly dated because cutting tape is not just used as a metaphor. Now cutting tape means like being in Pro Tools or Adobe Audition or Audacity or whatever you're... Yeah, exactly. And and like using hotkeys or like the razor tool to cut it. But in this document, they describe cutting tape as literally... Cutting, cutting it and then gluing pasting it, it together. <laughs> yeah, hilarious. So, yeah, so it seems a little dated, but it's still fun to look at. So I'll link both that document and the episode of Without Fail in the show notes. I decided on my theme um, because uh, the Large Hadron Collider announced that it has plans for an even larger Hadron Collider, <laughs> which, which will, will be, be something like. That? Yes, the larger Hadron Collider. It'll be like four or five times as big. It looked really cool. I was reading a whole bunch of stuff about it, and it got me thinking about physics and stuff, and that's why I chose this. All right, very cool. Mm-hmm. A for Effort is hosted and produced by me, Mairead. And me, Harry. And is edited by me, Mairead. But not me, Harry. Our engineer is Nick Shoup. Our music is Chop Shop Instrumental by White Flowers, and our logo is by Eights. If you'd like to get into contact with us, you can send an email to aforeffortcast at gmail.com. And you can find the show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Yes, wherever you get them. Yes, quite. <laughs> and other than that, we'll be back in two weeks. See you then. Goodbye. Bye-bye. This ain't my first rodeo. This is my second rodeo. I'm still (laughs) relatively inexperienced.